I'm, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to sit here and tell you that I know, um, you know, how, how bruised up he is. And, um, you know, if, if it came down to, you know, guys reporting it like it was a, a hockey game where it's a left leg injury or an upper body injury, um, I, I'd be fine with that because at the end of the day, I'm just trying to inflict um, good punishment. Um, <laughs> you know, I think uh, I think we, uh, you know, as a court, as a D line, um, and as a defense, you want to make sure the quarterback feels you. You want to make sure um, he's thinking about the rush. Uh, you know, all those other things, his injuries, uh, so be it. You know, we play a physical game. He's going to come out there and try to be a warrior for his team. Um, but it's up to us to make them think about that injury during the day. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. That was Cam Hayward talking about uh, uh, Baker Mayfield's ribs and chest. And that they did it. They punished him. They obliterated him. Uh, what what would you what did you say last night? They palpitated. Palpitated. Them. Them. That's right. Yeah. How do you like your ribs? Rare? Uh, oh, Painful? Right. <laughs> uh, Cam Hayward. Uh, uh, you know, and Bud uh, uh, Bud Dupree, and T.J. Watt, and Devin Bush, and uh, Stefan Tuit. They they. they Roughed them up. They did indeed. Uh, you knew going into the game, look, uh, this is a big boys league. Right. You know, and you have big boys playing a very rough game. And you, just what Cam was describing, which, by the way, was a politically correct way to say what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, but back in the day, there was no political correctness. No, and yeah. everybody knew if you had sore ribs, they're going to go after it. If yeah. you got a bad knee, they're going to go. They'll say, which knee? Yeah. If you got an ankle. What ankle? You know, all those things were fair game. Right. Today, it still is in this sense. You know, as, as Cam talked about, look, you know, he's going to go out there. He's going to try to be a warrior, but it's up to us to make him think about his injury during right. the game. In other words, protect yourself before the thought of delivering the ball or making a play. Well, he did think, uh, uh, you know, he got roughed up and then the, he was pulled for uh, Case Keenum. There's no uh, question about yeah. that. You know, you take a look and see what he did. I mean, you know, looking at uh, the numbers, he had, uh, what, 10 of 18, 119 yards. He was sacked four times. He got one, threw one touchdown, um, and he had two interceptions. Yeah. And he had a 54.9 rating. So they did what they needed to do. And, and let's face it, Baker Mayfield has improved. He has done some good things. Um, but this was a step backward for him, and it started off – Boy, I tell you what, number one, the Steelers take the ball, they drive down there. Yeah. Number two is the fact that you've got Minka Fitzpatrick doing what Minka Fitzpatrick does, a little right. Minka magic. Well, we talked about Minka showing up big because Baker Mayfield was going to throw to the middle of the field. Absolutely, even the far third. And even like you said, when he throws, sometimes if he misses, he's going to miss high. Yeah. And uh, you know what? Cam Sutton went high to get that ball. He was right. trying to miss yeah. Cam Sutton, but he didn't. Uh, so I, I look at that and I think, you know, just about everything that you could do right, the Steelers were doing. Right. You know, they shut down the run game. Yeah. The third down conversions. Uh, Choluch, can you believe that? You go from Philadelphia Eagles, who converted 10 in a row, to one of 12 
against the Browns, right. including 0 for 3 or something on fourth down. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, uh, there was seven quarterback hits. How about that? Yeah. On top of the four sacks. On top of the four sacks. So you got 11 total smackerations. Um, I would say the Baker felt uh, mulchified. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's no doubt about it. You saw him in that uh, with the last series before he got taken out. Right. He got pounded a good one. And you know that the, it was like it was Rocky Balboa going yeah. after Apollo Creed, tenderizing the midsection. Wow. You know, body, body, body. Well, the you know, the body the, the head follows the body. Right. And uh his head was down and he was out of the game. Yeah, buddy, I I it, he was roughed up something awful. Yes, he was indeed. Yeah. So I, I number one for me, this whole game was all about the big shaggies and the big uglies. Right. The big shaggies are the offensive linemen. The big uglies are the defensive interior defensive linemen. Unless of course you're an interior defensive lineman, then you're a big shaggy, and you look at the offensive linemen as the big uglies. And you know what? <laughs> and, and you know what? Um, the uh, uh, the defensive line when they rush three. They still collapsed the pocket. They did. Yeah. You know, Tyson Alu-Alu. Yeah. Does, and this is J.C. Treader. This isn't just some center out there. All right. right. I mean, this guy's a pretty tough guy. He's he's a quality player in there. And uh, Tyson did a great job of controlling the inside, clogging it up. He clogged up that running game of the Browns like they ate a cheese ball the night yeah. before. Yeah. You know what a cheese ball does to you. Yeah. Oh, heavens. It's brutal. Yeah. It, 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 it constipates you. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Wizard. So um, uh, one of the things that I love about Tyson is he gets his hands up quick. Right. And he gets his hands in the center uh, chest, and he stuffs them. He gets the inside position. Right. You know, if if the offensive lineman is not aware of how quick, and because of the fact that they have that vertical set yeah, so often, even when they, they run block, they still, because they take that bucket step and then come off, right. they don't move their hands quick enough to, into getting after the defensive lineman. Right. You know, remember Webby always used to say, I don't have to be the fastest. I only got to be the quickest for the first right. three steps, which, by the way, that was all he was the quickest for. But yeah. that's all he needed. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, one thing, uh, uh, they uh, they ran the outside zone a lot, but they ran uh, power gap uh, runs uh, a lot, you know. You talking were, about the Browns? Yeah, they, yes. They came off the ball. Uh, they did. And uh, um, uh, Vinny Williams uh, uh, picked the wrong side a couple times. There was a couple times that yeah. he picked the wrong side. Uh, Robert Spillane was out of position at that right. one time or something that I can remember. But and unfortunately, Devin Bush apparently it looks like he ACL. has a significant injury. Yeah, ACL. Oh man, you know. Now, Devin, just you know, a little word here. Back in my day, we used to just cut it out and then come back and play. Right. <laughs> but, but then you get a knee replacement 25 years later. So the fact is, um, Devin Bush, that's a, that's a shame. This is a young man that uh, you just like – you look at his growth. You know, he had taken every snap right. in the first five games. And I'm telling you something. You love watching this kid compete because he's one of those extra, extra talents out yeah. there. Did you uh, see how he got hurt? They say it's a non-contact injury. They, right. Apparently, I saw a glimpse of it. I I didn't see the full thing of it. Yeah, he was he, running across the field. He got his cleats caught in the turf. That was my impression. Yeah, 
And, and that's what he did do? Right, right, right. Wow, that's it's a grass surface. Right. And you get your cleats caught. Yeah. Wow. Man, oh, man. So that's really discouraging, I know, for Devin Bush. But Devin Bush will be able to overcome that. You know, right. remember when the, the great Casey Hampton got one of those and he came back and, you know, Casey was never one to, you know, over – condition himself yeah and uh, he came back in great shape and uh, you know his knee was fine yeah so that uh, i'm looking forward to devin being able to go through a good rehab and come back but it's it's a shame to lose him steelers are five and oh the first time since 1978 how about that man yeah. that's that's significant in 78 they went seven and oh yeah so they got a couple more that they can match that 78 team and um, they won the Super Bowl. They did. That's, you know, there's something about that that uh, is a little magical. Right. You know? Now, the interesting thing would be if the Steelers ever won the Super Bowl this year, you know, that would be the only Super Bowl that didn't have its feet planted in the late trobe. Right. Isn't that kind of weird? Yeah. That would be, that would be kind of end that string. But who cares? That's, you know, you got, you got to, that's what you do. You end strings and begin another. Yeah. Um, but this is certainly. This game yesterday was significant because the intensity factor that came into this game, that you could feel up in the booth. You could see it right. uh, from the booth. You could feel it. You know, we Missy Matthews kept, you know, talking about the fact in between a lot of times in timeouts. You could see, you know, how – you know when two guys are about ready to have a brawl? Right. They're kind of eyeballing each other, you know, and you're really kind of taking measure of each other. And it just before it starts to go, and that's the the feeling you had before the game, and it was fun, it was exciting, and I was so glad to be there. I think the Steelers were intense and physical, but I don't think Cleveland was. I think here here's my impression of it. I think then on on both sides of the ball there was some. I'm not sure how to put it. Not reluctance. Uh, I think defensively speaking, there was a lot of question marks about uh, Miles Garrett and what was going to happen in right. that. Yeah. Uh, I think offensively, um, after Baker Mayfield had had uh, some very productive games um, and all of a sudden had some issues last week, um, I think uh, you know with the ribs and everything, I think it made him kind of a little leery. Yeah. You know, that rush was coming hot and heavy. Um, so I think that, uh, you know, t to me, the, the intensity was still there, right. but I just don't think that they were, they weren't the confident guys that they, they had been in that right. four game winning streak. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, uh, the, uh, Cleveland Brownies yes. were our, uh, third team in the AFC North. Yes, uh, they've and, dropped down to three. Yeah, that they've dropped down to three, and uh, Cincinnati's dropped down to four. And uh, you know, one of the things we we need is a win uh, this week. Well, it's this starts. This yeah. was the whole, and in, in my mind, this starts a very tough series of games. Yeah, that begins with the Browns. And ends on the road in Dallas. You got three road games yeah. coming up here now. And uh, uh, Tennessee, you right. know, uh, you watched Derrick Henry two hundred two yards last night. Unbelievable! Yeah. I think it was two twelve. Two twelve, yeah. Two twelve, two oh two. Who cares? It's too too many. Yeah, it's two hundred. <laughs> two hundred too many. Yeah. The fact of the matter is, this guy is a beast. This is 
an even bigger challenge than what we faced against the number one rushing team, who no longer is the number one rushing team. Right. Out of counter, uh, the Steelers put a, a beat down. I mean, what they rush for? 20-something for 75 yards or something like that? It was not at all by any means up to their previous standards. And I think the defense, what a job they did controlling their gaps. We yeah, talked about it. 75 yards. What – you know, we talked about the fact you got to have that ability to stay two dimensional. Yeah, set the edge. Set the edge. You've got to take on the double team. You've got to be able to stay square and eat up those those uh, blockers. You got to let your linebackers stick and move. They did. My by golly, on the backside, you got to squeeze to the hole without right. losing your feet or turning and running. I, they did. They they were just. Their their uh, run fits were terrific. Yeah, Bud Dupree and T.J. Watt set the edge. Oh yeah, uh, so they didn't get hooked. They and they didn't get hooked, and right. they, they threw some bodies around. Was, at times, they, like I said, they were stacking them like cordwood. You know, you loved it. How about that fourth down? Yeah, the fourth down they tried to go for, and and they just went in and just creamed it. Right hunt before you could even get back to within two yards of the line of scrimmage. Right, 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 right. So. It's been that was just a super game. We're going to start with our game balls coming up, and I think for me, you know, I got to go the first game ball for the offense or defense. I got to go with uh, the the hogs on the offense and the big big uglies on the defense. Yeah, the the offensive line, offensive line together, and then you got to go with the defensive line, the front end, especially Cam Hayward. And, and Stefan Tewitt, who I think they had like 13 tackles between them. But let me tell you something. That was as rough uh, interior matchup as you're going to see in a while. That was slugging it out in the, yeah. in the trenches there. Yeah. So uh, we're going to take a break. Where are uh, you going to go? Who's your first? Uh, My first game ball. I got. I'm going one to the offensive line, one to the defensive line. Um, I'm going... Minka Fitzpatrick, Ooh, because uh, little Minka magic, yeah, Minka magic. Uh, he set the tone. He kick started the whole. Yeah, game. he yep. kick started the whole game with the interception touchdown, and uh, you know, it, and uh, I, I go with the uh, sacks. Um, you know, uh, and uh, but Dupree had two sacks, right, right, right. right. And I'm uh, gonna give him a game ball. Okay. Uh, and and Cam- well, just just one each. All right. Now slow down, cause we got a whole couple hours to do here. All right, we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna take a break. Uh, we'll be back after this. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker, and it's a victory Monday. Victory Monday, Steelers, baby. Uh, five and oh. To save his life, call his wife in Nothing to say but what a day How's your boy been? Nothing to do, it's up to you I've got nothing to say but it's okay Going to work, don't wanna go Feeling low down Heading for home, you start to roam Then you're in town Everybody knows there's nothing doing Everything is closed, it's like a ruin Everyone you see is half asleep And you're on your own, you're in the street After a while, you 
start to smile, now you feel cool. Then you decide to Mayfield shotgun snap, throws over the middle, intercepted. It is Minka Fitzpatrick. 25, 20, 15, 10, touchdown, Minka. People have been asking, where's Minka Fitzpatrick? Baker Mayfield just found out. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So people were asking, where is Minka? And they haven't been throwing in the middle of the field. But, uh, you know, they showed cover two. And then Minka uh, crept up. And they, uh, they went into cover three. And he just uh, uh, he just uh, broke on the. Uh, you're pass. killing me, Chalooch. Yeah. You know you're killing me. Why? The Beatles are not doing it. We had great momentum. The old mo just left the building here. Good Get morning. Yeah, good and, morning. And uh, Aminka said, "Good morning, <laughs> Baker." Oh my heavens! We started off with Elton John, little razzmatazz. We got some. I like the Beatles better than Elton John. (laughs) The Beatles are much better than Elton John. No, I'm sorry. You're just way off on that. All right. I will tell you this. Minka's better than both. Yeah. Uh, You know, Elton couldn't play the high safety, and the Beatles couldn't cover a man under. So the point about it is Minka, and everybody has been saying, where is Minka? And we kept talking about the fact, look, they're they're not putting – he's not in position – to make a play when they're not going his way. Yeah, so when uh, they looked, uh, they gave a look like cover two. Right. And uh, Terrell Edmonds was the free safety. Yes. And uh, 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 Minka came down. He just down. crept up, yeah. and it looked like it, one of those, you know, the robber stuff that they do, you know, when you, you slip a guy down in there. Yeah. I mean, that's that was kind of what it looked like, and I was just watching from the end zone, and he just kind of casually – it's like – Baker didn't even see him. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was like he was invisible. Yeah. I don't know whether it was, uh, you know, he had the stealth stuff on. You uh, know? Good morning. Good morning. Oh, my. Good morning, indeed. Well, yeah. good morning, Chaluch. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. But Minka, the thing about Minka is uh, his play to the back end is is huge. Yeah. Right now, a lot of it has to do with the fact that his reputation – because of the fact he leads the NF, uh, the NFL in like takeaways since last year or something, yeah. like six of them, uh, and he's returned a couple for TDs and you know I mean this guy is is got something three for TDs is it three okay yeah. um, he's got something special going on there yeah he really is an exciting ball player yeah and he, he is a heads up ball player and he sees absolutely the game. yeah no question about it and we and really so thought he, he was going to be a participant in this. You know, because of the fact, again, that Baker, number one, when he rolls, he rolls deep. Yeah. You can see from the free safety position, you get a good gander at what he's looking at. Yeah. Also, the fact that when he throws, he he tends he has a penchant for throwing back across the field, which none of this happened on this play. Right. But the, the thing about it is he also throws high. So uh, when he misses, as you pointed out, and I, and I kept thinking, you know, this has just got to be a – chance for Minka. But right. Minka just crept up and made the play. That's what so, it was all about. So, you know, Keith Butler said uh, uh, in in the beginning of the uh, training camp, we're going to move uh, Minka around. And uh, now they started moving him around. Exactly yeah. so. And I, I think it's appropriate. It's uh, a good timing. And again, um, Minka 
absolutely kick-started that whole first yeah. half. You know, you think about it. The Browns have been scoring 20-some, like 20 points a game uh, in the first half. Yeah. And, you know, 38 points overall. I mean, they've been doing a job. But they're a fast-starting team. And when you fast-start and put Baker behind the eight ball, He's down seventeen nothing before he, he even knows. He presses. He presses, and then indeed he started chucking the ball and High. putting it up. So, yeah. and uh, uh, he just take the wall took a wallop. Uh, he did. He got yeah. walloped a few yeah. times. Yeah. yeah, there's no doubt about it. Um, you think the other thing about it was the lack of uh, first downs. You know, wins on first downs the yeah. Browns got. Um, the great run stopping ability. I think they had what six tackles for loss. Right. That's huge. That's just huge. When you can get into the backfield and tackle for loss like that and create more havoc, more mayhem. And, uh, I, I gotta tell you something. One of the guys that really stood out that I would give a game ball to, um, as my number two on defense, Robert Spillane. Right. You know, he really, when he, he, who did he watch? Austin Hooper. He creamed him on a right, screen. Right, yeah. Wow, was that a wow. slobber knocker of a hit. That's good old-fashioned football. That's the Steelers-Browns turnpike rivalry. That kind of smackeration there. Uh, you have to love that. Um, this was this was really a throwback game when you look at the stats. Yeah, Cam Hayward uh, uh, led with eight tackles. And, uh, you know, he was uh, just They were dominant great. on the yeah, inside Vince, there, no doubt. Vince Williams was six. Stefan Tua was five. Robert Spillane was five. They did a great job, and I think for Robert Spillane to come in and acquit himself as well as he did, um, whether it was the screen, I saw him make some other plays. Uh, he was virtually a tackling machine out there when he had the opportunity to get after it. I loved watching the kid play. Yeah. You know? yeah I'm sorry he, for he, Devin Bush. Uh, we need Devin back, and, and God bless his rehab, and we hope and pray that it goes smooth and everything comes back into place because he's a great player waiting to happen. Well, um, But you, uh, Robert Splane, I thought, did a fine job. I, I think it's going to be – he's going to be uh, gone for the season. Yeah, yeah, no, I know that. I'm just saying uh, his rehab, I hope and pray that it goes well yeah. after the surgery and everything. So, um, But for Robert Splane, again, I just uh, was – Really he, struck by his. He was playing well. Well, you think about it. They trusted him enough. They gave him the green dot helmet. Right. All right. So he's calling out the the the, the plays. He's helping to make sure everybody's aligned right. Vinny right. Williams at his side, yeah. and the two of them together did a fine job of of doing what they needed to do. And you know, and speaking of Vinny Williams, I loved his hit on Kareem Hunt when right. they tried to isolate him on Vinny, and we talked about it during the game. Vinny came up and popped Kareem, and Kareem dropped the pass and. By golly, that was just nice, nice football. Yeah, very, very physical. Fair, you know, Spillane is very physical. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. He, you know, yeah. Oh, he's one. Of, he's one of those flat nose society guys. The John Cole flat nose society. Yeah, you lead with your chin, and in that event, you might occasionally bust up your nose. Your right. Schnazzola. Yeah. <laughs> your the the uh, uh, base uh, the bridge of your helmet comes down on your nose. It does, and then it makes your nose look funny. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We got any calls there, my All friend? All right, let's go to the calls. Let's go to Juan in Charleston, South Carolina. Juan, welcome to the locker room. Good morning, guys. How y'all doing? We're doing Good. fabulous, Juan. I think you are ready to crow about a prediction you made. Yes, 
sir. Hey, it wasn't a touchdown, but we got a field goal. It counts as a score. There you go. We got something on that first series. Good job. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I like we received the ball first. Also, let me first, before I get started, let me give a shout out to my guys. We can see the B word now, the bacon dozen crew. Yes. <laughs> you know, uh, the I. The dirty I, baker dozen I, crew, I, plus I, one. I like when we receive the ball. Uh, you know, I do that, too. that was a field goal. Uh, it wasn't a touchdown, but the Minka Fitzpatrick was a touchdown, and it uh, gave us 10 to nothing. And then, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, let me tell you guys a quick story, April. I, I started the Morgan Nation on Saturday because I had on my Minka Alabama jersey, so look what happened. You Say that again. You did what on Saturday, Minka? You, I said I started the I started the Mojan Nation on Saturday because I had on my Maker Alabama. You shirt. did start the Mojan Nation, my friend. Yes, you did. Well, yeah. that's how it's done. Okay, you got to get it done. Mojan Nation's important. We got Mojan Nation going. I think you kickstarted it, my friend. Yeah, and to all the Steelers fans, they were always asking, "Well, well, where's Maker? Where's Maker?" Now you see why teams don't threat this guy because look what happened <laughs> when he threw to him. <laughs> You know that and watching that from the end zone was such a beautiful thing because yeah. you know you look and you can see Minka creeping down and uh, when when the receiver broke to the inside and all of a sudden Minka was just right there. It's like he he read it uh, from the get go. Right. You know that was that's tremendous um, Pro Bowl type play. You know what I mean? It is. What else you got, Juan? Who okay. would you give your game balls to? For game balls. I'm going with an offense. I'm going to give it to the two wide receiver, James Washington and Claypool, because everybody was forgetting about James Washington. And look what he did for us yesterday. Oh, man, and out and up. Yeah. And on defense and Wolf, I got to agree with you. Robert Swirlin deserve a game ball because the guy just came in and he had two good, pretty licks on Cleveland guys with a guy not knowing. When his chance came and he got his chance yesterday, and he did pretty good yesterday. You know, as Mike Tomlin said, the standard is the standard. Robert Spillane stepped up to the standard, did yeah. a good job. Yeah, he, he did. did. He did a great job. Yes, yeah. and how about this yesterday, guys? How about we finally got our first holding call on a on a opposing offensive lineman? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's right. How about that, man? Pennies from yeah, heaven, my right. friend. Yeah, and also we had yesterday we joined the uh, 85 Giants as the only team to start the season with three sacks and intercepting the first five games of the season. Wow, well that's good company. 85 Giants was a pretty tough team, right? Leonard Marshall, LT, uh, Gary Reasons, uh, Harry Carson, Carl Banks, and uh, Martin, Jimmy Burke. Yeah. yeah, George Martin. George Martin. Exactly. That was a good front end, man. We had some pretty good balled yeah. up fist fights with that with that crew. Oh yeah. So also yesterday when I was listening, we was listening to it again. We had um, Tony Romo and Jim Nance, and Tony Romo said, "Guys, I hate to say this, but this team is starting to look at look like the '08 team." What you guys thinking about that? Well, yeah, that's it's uh, it. it uh, he, that's a great analogy. Uh, the defense is uh, intense, and the offense uh, runs the ball well, and uh, Ben is throwing the ball well. 
Think about this. Ben only threw for a buck sixty or so. When was the last time that Ben, you know, threw that little? I think it was against the Browns in a previous game, 012, um, because he didn't need to. You know, I mean, you get yeah. out to a big lead, the defense scores, you, you know, you get out there and uh, James Conner rambles for 101 yards and you rush for 124 overall and uh, you get pulled out of the game. Nice to see Ben come out of the game and Mason being able to go into the game. So all good stuff. Has Ben uh, rated uh, over 100 points every game on QBR? I don't know. I don't know. I do know he's off statistically the best start he's ever had is what they right. said. So uh, how much yeah. of that includes QBR and yeah. everything else? But I think he's, what, 11-1 in uh, touchdowns to interceptions. And right. He's just playing lights out, man. Yeah, and the best part is he yeah, doesn't have to do that much, right? Yeah, you don't have to do that much. Hey, Wolf, we, hey, Wolf, we don't have to find your song, find Find time in Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs> no doubt about it. All I know, Juan, is that here's the thing. You know, when you can have your Hall of Famer be able to maybe, you know, just cut back to about 75% of his previous production and you can still wail an, an opponent like that, that, that's good stuff because we didn't, it's like you didn't have to pull the big gun out. You know, Ben was just – you got to pull the big gun out this week. Well, you got, yeah, you're gonna. We're gonna Derek need the big Henry. gun. Oh yeah, yeah. We're gonna need the I big know. gun out this and, week. And speaking of that, what you guys think? Do you think NFL need to flex this game to a prime time eight o'clock game? We got two undefeated teams. I, frankly, I wish they wouldn't because I enjoy, <laughs> you know, doing them at uh, one o'clock. One o'clock games. One o'clock kickoffs. I, I kind of primed and everything. I get you that. Yeah, I, I could understand them doing it, but I hope they don't. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's just for personal preferences of a 62 year old man that's yeah. all yeah i was about to say you guys got to stay up late to about one or two o'clock in the morning <laughs> <laughs> exactly so but we'll do it if we need to yeah. that's for sure yeah and I'll, one more thing before i let you guys go um we have a we have a great connection too between Cleveland and um, Pittsburgh. I didn't even know Randy Feetner's dad played for um, right, Cleveland. Right, right. Randy Feetner's dad played for uh, Cleveland, uh, seven years. Yeah, yeah. This because they showed that before the game. They say every game when Pittsburgh plays Cleveland, he go find the guy red number twenty. He told him, "Hey, my dad wore that number." Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Very good. Yeah. All right, uh, uh, Juan, thank All you right, for guys, your call. You Thanks, brother. All right, man, we'll talk to you. God bless you, buddy. We're going to take a break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. Uh, the Steelers uh, are 5-0, and first time since 1978, and this is a Steeler victory Monday. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch, and uh, we're going to be back after this.
pistol formation. Connor off the left side. Connor gets to the chalk. Connor scores a rushing touchdown for the former Pitt guy, his fourth of the year, and the Steelers open up a bigger lead. It's Kevin Dotson coming around, leading them up, and fellas, James Connor will not be denied. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Oh, is that beautiful, Chalooch, huh? Right? Yeah. Kevin Dotson pulling from that right guard position, coming down the line, getting a chip on a guy, and then James cuts right behind him. Right. And takes it in. That was a hard fought yard and a half or two yards, whatever it was. But the remedy for a Browns victory, uh, for, for a Steelers victory over the Browns, was James Conner right. having a big rushing day. Yeah, Boy, I blew that two one. Yards, Jeepers, how yards. build up there, and I kiboshed it. Yeah, man. you kiboshed I, I feel it. much shame. Yeah. I feel much shame. You know, but uh, James Conner had a big day. Oh, he did. He had a big day, and he was running hard. He was uh, making moves, and he was lowering his shoulder. You know, the interesting thing, and I heard Stan talking about this after the game, was he talked about, you know, uh, James's uh, vision, his uh, footwork that he used, and the fact that uh, the third thing stood out to him was the way that towards the end they tried to strip the ball from James because James went through a period like Benny Snell did, right. like young backs do, late in the game where a lot of you know people can work hard at stripping the ball from you right. and how he rose to the challenge in all three areas. And I really thought that was what was interesting was they, they showed uh, Ter- uh, Terrell Austin talking to James during the game. Right. And James started to demonstrate the footwork patterns that he uses yeah. that he's been working on. And it was funny because it was just happenstance. They caught it on film. And I think that's one of the things Stan was talking about. You saw it with his – ability to make guys miss in the hole more yeah that was something that stood out to me his footwork like uh, you talked about but the fact that also that you know he he was uh hanging on to the ball and he was he went for the goal line man he yeah. looked great yeah he looked great and uh you know i was very impressed with uh james connor how about it yeah you know, and i ran was very over impressed through. with the offensive line yes yeah. The offensive line did a great job. Kevin Dotson again stepping up on the because of Dave DeCastro having that uh, uh, you know injured a fat pad or an abdominal right. muscle, however yeah. you want to call it, as we used to call it back in our day, the fat pad. But yeah, um, I would say this: uh, you know James Conner has really come on. He looked terrific, and what a great job he did. That was a tough Browns defense. That was number four rushing defense in the league right. prior to the game and. He, he just looked terrific. So kudos and a game ball to James Conner yeah. uh, after the offensive line because I give the offensive line and the defensive line one each to start I, off. I, you know, uh, Chase Claypool is a touchdown maker. Oh, he is. Yeah. Uh, he, he ran uh, a touchdown in, and uh, he didn't uh, have a receiving touchdown, but uh, he had – Four receptions for 74 yards. He was close. Yeah, he was close to having he, a two-touchdown yeah, day. Yeah, that that was uh, uh, that uh, uh, pattern on the uh, uh, sideline. How about he yeah. reversed his field and ghosted that defensive right. back? Yeah. Who was that? Do you remember? I don't remember who it was. Terrence Mitchell. Oh, it was Terrence Mitchell. He turned Terrence Mitchell around like, I don't know, he was doing a do si and square dance. And James Washington uh, turned – uh, James Washington had a nice day. Yeah, yeah. Very nice day. Yeah. Uh, I think that um, just watching how these guys are uh, 
developing. James Washington has been coming on him a little. I'm surprised Juju again was was not uh, targeted much. Yeah, didn't see much. I'm looking forward to getting to uh, the watching the tape this afternoon. Yeah, Denzel Ward uh, uh, was a bit on the uh, uh, out, and then he went up. And uh, oh, James Washington, yeah. you're talking about? Yeah, yeah, the out and up. Oh, man, there was two of them out there. <laughs> they both bit on the out. And on the up, James was all by himself, and that was one of the easiest touchdown throws that Ben Roethlisberger has ever made. Although I, I think a guy that wide open, that's got to be a scary moment. I don't know what it's like to throw yeah. a guy that wide open. But, you know, the tendency to miss on that one, to double clutch, could be big. Yeah, uh, you know, and the, the ball gets there uh, slow. <laughs> The ball gets there slow. That's that's a good point, Chaluch. No yeah. doubt about it. Yeah. So, oh, overall, um, again, I go with my game ball. I go with the big uglies and the big shaggies, offense, defense. Right. Second one for the defense, I give to Robert Spillane. Second one for the offense, I give it to James Conner. Yeah, yeah. And let's go to Ed in Cleveland. Uh, Ed, uh, welcome to the locker room. Hello, Ed. Are you there? Ed. Ed. Hello, Ed. Can you hear me? Can you hear me, guys? Yeah, yeah. we got you now, buddy. Go right oh, ahead. Okay, sorry. My, my AirPod wasn't working properly. Uh, good morning, anyway, guys. Good uh, morning. Just just real quick. You know, I, I know this time of the year, like, the Florida Keys are beautiful, Hawaii, Budai, all that, but there ain't no better place than Cleveland after a Steelers win. I'm just <laughs> telling you that. That's the best place on earth, guys. There's nowhere better than that. Man, oh, I love this town right now. Uh, you know what's man, funny is it's, it's Stan used to have a thing called the be, behind enemy lines. Yeah. That's exactly what you are. <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm like the secret double agent spy for you guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I love, I love it. it. But I love it. Uh, okay, just real quick, guys. Uh, you know, I'm going to be honest. I, this Browns team is who I thought they were. I don't think – I think that offensive line is okay, but I, I totally thought they were overrated going into our game. I don't think they had played anybody that was built like us, any – you know, up front strength. There's no, there was, they played nobody with speed. The only team that they played was Cincinnati and Geno Atkins was out in that game. He didn't yeah. play. So, right. You know, and when they, when they played, when they played Baltimore, uh, 78 to, or 76 to 13, that's the score in those two games that the Browns have played against their division foes. And uh, if you're going to compete in the division, I don't think that's going to be good enough for you. So I, I just kind of feel like that's, that's, that's who they are. Another thing, I think they were on a four-game winning streak, and they're very opportunistic in that winning streak. They had like 12 turnovers in that four-game winning streak, and they were leading the league going into that game uh, in points off of turnovers, a lot of things. Ben didn't turn it over once. Connors didn't drop it on the ground. No one, we, we had no turnovers. So I think that was that was a key part of the game also, and uh, as far as far as as far as game game balls, guys, I, the first one I want to go to is uh, is uh, 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 Coach T. Coach, uh, hold on, I'm on the phone. Uh, Coach Coach Tomlin, I, I right. go with Tom. Coach Coach T, I want to go with him first because I think he built a game plan and. Uh, I think he stayed to it. I don't think he could have built a better one. I think that was perfect. How do you do any better than that? And also, my second game ball on defense goes to Bud Dupree because I know 
that little like mighty mouse quarterback that they got over there in uh, Cleveland. Uh, he likes to do those rollouts. And Bud, he got beat one time straight down the line on that first drive. I don't know if you guys remember that, but yeah. after that, he sucked them up. He sucked them up after that, and, and he stayed solid with that. And then the third third game ball goes to uh, to Connors. That kid ran hard, man. And I know that uh, Zendejo has probably like got his uh, imprint of his face, uh, you know, his hand on his face. <laughs> from uh, all the stiff arms he gave that kid. So, you know, those, that, that that's really much all I got, guys. And uh, I just I, – I, I love it. The Steelers right now 5-0. and You know, I know we're not going 16-0. and This is a, a tough season. But where do we go from here? And, uh, you know, it feels great to be a Steelers fan today, guys. Oh, uh, Ed, uh, God bless you. Absolutely. Yeah, thank you. One, one other thing I really want to say. Well, I yeah. just, just want to tell you that when I'm in my 60s, I hope I got a friend like you. Tunch, you better love that guy. Yeah, he's a I, great guy. I love that he guy. Not, yeah, I, I know. He's he that guy that guy I know he loves you too is what I'm what I was what I'm hearing on the radio. Let me just tell you that. Oh, that's okay? that's the brothers we've been for forty years. Right. You know, that's I, I just know. the way it is. You don't have to tell me. I know, but I, I could hear it even more and more over the last year. I've been listening to you guys since twenty thirteen, probably or twenty twelve, right around there when I found the station and uh I, I see it, man. I see a wolf coming around. Thanks, guys. I just Thank love you. you. And, uh, you know, hey, we'll, much we'll love to you, brother. Yeah, to, much, yeah, to yeah. all the good Steelers fans out there too. But thank you so much. You humble us with your words. Yeah, your very kind and encouraging words. Thank you, brother. All right, we got to take a break. Uh, he's Wolf Amtunch. It's a victory Monday in the locker room, and the Steelers are five and zero. The first time since 1978. We'll be back after this. to them um, that, you know, third down wasn't going to be easy sledding uh, today. And um, we needed it, uh, obviously. But Minka's a Minka's an A player. He plays A. Um, it was a significant play. Um, you know, he he's capable of delivering those type of plays, and we'll just keep snapping the ball, and we'll keep watching him do it. That's the type of player that he is. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf, presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. 
So Minka is a player, and uh, we everyone was asking where's Minka, but he showed up in a big way on Sunday, uh, set the tone uh, for the Steelers, and uh, they they won. Uh, they did indeed, and the fact is, watching uh, Minka yesterday, yeah, it just reminded me of what a powerful force he is in the back end, right? Not just in the actual play, but what he represents and for the op, uh for an opposing quarterback it's got to be a tough sight you right. see him back there and if you move him around yeah you start playing uh the the safety moving around and, and who's free safety who's strong safety uh i think it's got to be a little disconcerting to any quarterbacks that's for sure right 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 and uh they they were they were moving him around uh yesterday they did indeed and the fact is that minka uh Showed that magic yet again, and somehow he got invisible and got in front of uh, Baker Mayfield. He was right in the line. Right. You know, and I'm looking at it, I'm going, when you watch it from the end zone, you look, and it's right in the line of sight. How do yeah. you not see him? But, you know, that's just great play from Minka because the depth perception, I would imagine, you know, you see him in that too high shell. Right. And then he creeps down mm. and, and – you know, underneath make, yeah and he just gets there and yeah. he, he makes the play and it was absolutely fantastic and you know good for him well cover three what was well, they they showed cover two but then they went to cover three and that was four under uh so they're linebackers and uh strong safety and uh make a Jumped the, the route and it was beautiful. had a great play. And then next thing you know, you're up ten nothing. Yeah, that was that was just sensational. Yeah. Uh, so, anyhow, uh, that's if I if I had to go, uh, like I said, game ball my another game ball on defense, the third one, and I, I give it to Minka, not last of all because really his contributions. How do you equate that? You know, because he really jump started. If you had one person to give a game ball to. It would have been Minka in yeah. my mind, just because of the fact that he's kick started the entire game. Well, but three game balls on defense. I go the defensive line, Roberts playing, and then Minka. But certainly he's not last, but not he may be last, but not least in in my estimation because I, of what he did. So I, I'm going with Bud Dupree because every time Bud hit Baker, Ooh. he there he was like a tuning fork. Absolutely. Yeah. He was he was vibrating pain. Right, right. You know, so you look at him and you go, okay, that's the way to go. That's just a great job by Bud Dupree. Um, you know, uh, offensively, again, Chase Claypool is a guy that would be, you know, another guy that you Touchdown give a, maker. Touchdown maker. I, I think this young man has just got such an upside. Uh, it's going to be interesting to see how his career evolves as right. we move forward. But he is certainly a guy that – you look at him and go, wow, the sky's the limit. Right. The sky is the limit. Yeah. And, again, you saw him on the kickoff team, L3, coming down. You know, at some point I'm wondering, when do you pull this guy, you know, to protect him a little bit. But you love to see him compete. Right, right. So Let's go to the phones. Uh, CR in Chicago. CR, welcome to the locker room, brother. Uh, how you doing? Hey, what's going on, you two old folks? Get your ass to the nation, Chicago. I know everybody's doing great this morning, man. Victory Monday. Yes, indeed. Doing? Yes, we are. Oh, guys, I, I'm just so excited about all this stuff, man. And uh, as far as our uh, inside the locker room, we can say it now. 
Baker's Baker's Dirty Dozen Plus. Uh, it's it's amazing, man. We've got uh, uh, at least forty members in uh, eighteen different states, man. So that's that's pretty cool. I'm I'm putting some stuff together. What I'm gonna start doing is recording uh, how often people call in and all that other kind of stuff. Cause I ain't got nothing else to do. You know, when you're retired, that's what you <laughs> do. <laughs> to be a part of uh, of the Steelers uh, still inside the locker room. I also want to give a shout out to a guy named Adam. He called in to the after to the post game show with Charlie and Stan. And he's calling all the way in from Guam, and he stayed up all night his time. Like, he got up at, like, 3 o'clock or whatever to, to watch the game. So that, that was pretty exciting, man. I heard him. I heard him on the way home driving. You know, I tuned in to Stan and Charlie, and I heard Adam yeah. from Guam. You know, I'm like, going, on the other side of the world. Right. It's already, like, Monday morning there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tell me about it. So, um, hey, guys, as far as, as what's going on here um, – it's just so much stuff um, I, I I can say here. Um, I want to start off with um, the Steelers. This is the second time in NFL history that they have uh, three-plus sacks and one-plus INTs in each of the first uh, five games. So mm-hmm. uh, we talked about that a few minutes ago, but I just want to throw that in there. Uh, the Browns have not won in the Berg since 2003. That's 17 years. Big Ben is 13-0 and versus the Browns. Uh, at home, uh, the Browns lost 16 straight from 1970 to 1985 in the Bird. Uh, Pittsburgh is 35-7-1 over Cleveland since 1999, man. It's been a great run. I mean, it really has been. And, you know, back in the 80s, that turnpike rivalry was indeed really a rivalry. It was a lot of fun, but they still right. had problems winning in the Berg. And I, again, Tunch and I were there when they did beat us uh, for the first time at Three Rivers. And Ozzie Newsom just walked around like he was in a fog, just yeah. wanted to take yeah, it you in. Yeah, you were talking about that the other day. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It was crazy. But I, I, I've, always, I've always been into the Browns as far as, you know, uh, liking them. Because I remember Brian Stipe and all those guys, man. And I remember when, uh, you know, the, the march uh, down the field, the 98-yard drive with Denver beat them. And, right, and, the uh, drive. So back in those days, yeah, back in those days, Cleveland was, you know, they, they had some fire, man. When you went in there, you didn't just expect them to lay down. That they, they was one of some serious games, man. Brian Stipe was the cardiac kid. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. You know, also some of this. Go ahead. Oh, no, the only thing I was going to say was I've always appreciated the Cleveland fan base. I mean, they yeah. are true fans. Hey, who else holds a parade when you go 0-16? You know, I mean, yeah. they, 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 are, they are a rugged crew, and uh, they stick by their Browns, and I've always loved the, the rivalry between Cleveland and Pittsburgh. It's been great. Yeah. They got their hearts uh, tore out when, when Modell, uh, uh, you know, closed right. up and moved out in the middle of the night, man. I mean, you can't – I mean, that's, that's – and to still be as dedicated as, as they are. Right. And the only thing about them is that, you know, they've got some delusional uh, thoughts about about this team, man. This, this team is not is not what it's, it's supposed to be. Yeah, they've won some games, but they don't have that heart. I've got this thing on, on my post that says it's not the, the, the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight and the dog. And I, talk of, I say that because of the dog sound. Uh, just throwing out some other things because I know some other people want to talk. As a, a 31-point margarine is the largest since a, a 41-9 win back in week 17 of 2010. Uh, as far as, as game balls, uh, I want to give a game ball to the coach 
Coach T and the staff. I mean, we got so many people that we can give game balls to. Right. They had those guys ready. They were uh, – it's kind of like they just turned them up. I, I would say the coach said something like, okay, you know, we got the Browns. Uh, we're not going in there about what happened last year because last year was last year. Mm-hmm. Besides, you had the, the Browns going up against a kid last year, and this year they was going up against a serious man as far as quarterback is concerned. So I'm going to give a game balls out to, um, like I said, to, to, the, to the coach and to the staff. I mean, you can't give uh, um, Mika one. You can give uh, um, Claypool one. You can give Ben one. You can give, you know. The, uh, There's a lot of people and, that you can, yep. Uh, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying. But I, but Dupree, I'm, yeah. Oh yeah, don't don't forget Dupree, man. He he had a uh, then. Uh, well, everybody, it was, it was just a great game. It was. Um, uh, four receptions, um, four receiving TDs, twenty-one yards rushing, uh, on six attempts, and two other additional additional TDs is what Claypool came up with. So, anyway, guys, I'm I'm gonna back out because I know you got other people in there. I just appreciate you guys. You guys take care. We got love for you. And uh, let's get our heads together and start thinking about uh, the game coming up. Oh, it's and, uh, a big one coming our, up. Ba- yeah, to all our Baker's Dirty Dozen people, <laughs> hey, as you meet people out there in the, in the street, man, first thing you do, you make sure they got uh, uh, still a nation radio and inside the locker room on their phone. So, guys, with that being said, you know what they say, in the meantime, and in between COVID-19 time, <laughs> Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. Thank you, CR. Appreciate you, brother. Ah, CR. Thank you, bro. All right. You know, it's it's interesting. One of the things that's interesting to me uh, that that really uh, set off was the fact that uh, Miles Garrett was not the big impact guy that right. I thought there was going to be. I gotta I gotta tell you. Um, you know, I was expecting a little more, maybe of a little ruffling of the feathers. None of it transpired. None of it happened. You know what? A tip of the cap to guys on both sides. Right. You know, that it didn't degenerate into something that probably you and I would have <laughs> done back in the day. You yeah. know what I mean? Because football is different today yeah. than it was back in the 70s, 80s, and 90s. Yeah. And uh, I thought both sides acted with a lot of class and uh, carried themselves well, and it did not degenerate into something that you didn't want to see. You know, they uh, – no one went after Miles no, Garrett. No, uh, they just played hard, and Miles didn't do anything right. And you Miles know, uh, extracurricular. When you think about it, I mean, Miles is really—he came into that game, and he's—he had a lot of stuff going on. I mean, he's created eight turnovers yeah. through the first five games with six sacks, ten quarterback hits, fifteen quarterback pressures, three forced fumbles, two fumble recoveries. I mean. That's a laundry list of qualifications for Defensive Player of the Year. He finished with four tackles, one sack, one tackle for loss, and one quarterback hit. Um, that really, you know, for what it could have been, uh, yeah. the offensive line completely ne- neutralized him almost. Right, he had a sack and a quarterback hit. Yeah, and yeah. that's and that's it. You know, and so you look at that and go, you know, tip of the cap to the to the fellows up front because the right. big shaggies yeah. did the job. Yeah. And uh, when whenever Miles Garrett lined up on a guy, they stuffed him. Pretty yeah. much, the uh, only Alejandro, one was Alejandro stuffed him. The one, the one was was uh, when Chooks uh, let him get inside him, and uh, yeah. Kevin Dotson what didn't cover his inside. Right. And I, I don't, I, I think it was a wall, but I can't remember. But Chooks, for the most part, when early on, 
when you can set the tone of the game, Chooks stuffed him. Right. Like a pimento olive. And I thought, what a tip of the cap to Chooks because that was a nice job. Yeah. So, you know, furthermore, I think Chooks has really been growing right. since he, he got uh, the, that job. You know, he's taken over as number one uh, in Zach Banner. Uh, continue that rehab, baby, and uh, let the competition begin for next year when it when it t- comes. But right now, Chooks is is playing very well. Yeah. All right. So we're gonna take a, a break. Uh, when we come back, uh, we're gonna give out more game balls, and we're gonna call you up, or you're gonna call us up. <laughs> Now you see, madness is catching. Now you're right, starting right, to sound right, like right, me. Right, right, we're yeah. gonna call you up. We're yeah. gonna call you in your home uh, and get after you. Yeah, right? yeah. We're gonna call you up, uh, and you get. Yeah, you have. Uh, you gotta game get your balls. game balls in line. All here. right, guys. Right. So he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in a locker room, and it's a Steeler victory Monday. Claypool with a jet sweep left. He hesitates. Pylon touchdown. Chase Claypool. Wow. And Mapletron does it again. I think he might have The Locker Room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. Well, that was a heavyweight fight waiting to happen yesterday. And I got to tell you something. I was licking my chops, metaphorically, my friend, because that was a heavyweight battle that was about to commence at Heinz Field yesterday. You were licking your chop, literally. Well, well literally. I, yeah. You know, I had a couple of breakfast burritos. And right. It was really cool. You yeah. Know, so. uh, you know, uh, one thing. You know, those burritos are really good. They're stuffed. I know. All this egg and yeah. got some ham in there and stuff. And, you know, they got the, well, the potato you know, pancake. Well, you know, the, the, you're, you're uh, always talking about food. <laughs> you're always talking about food. And, uh. Yes, but it was a great anticipation, was it not? I mean, we've been able to play in these turnpike rivalry games ourselves. And to have the 4-1 Browns and and, and, and the Steelers come together undefeated 4-0, it was exciting, you know. And, of course, the game did not turn out any way, shape, or form like what I anticipated. I I thought the Steelers would win. I thought they even might win by up to 10 points, but right. I did not see a 21-point, yeah, a yeah. crush like that. Yeah, and uh, I, I didn't see a crush like that, too. I thought it was going to be give and take. But, uh, you know, you the Steelers showed how good they were. Absolutely. Yeah. And Chase Claypool, with a, again, the touchdown maker that he's turning into. Right. This kid is just scratching the surface. Of something really special. Yeah, he, I look forward he, he to He always gets in the end zone. Ooh, he gets uh, the first downs. He does indeed. Yeah. You know, he can run with the ball. He's got that ability to run after the catch. Right. That, you know, he he finds his way to the end zone. Man, yeah. oh, man. So. And, uh, you know, uh, the jet sweeps were oh, those fantastic. Are great. Yeah. Absolutely. And, uh, well, let's go to the phones. Uh, Tony and Latrobe. Tony, uh, welcome to the locker room, bro. 
Hey, for those who bought the rock, would have made a much, much better opener. But what exactly is wrong with the Beatles there, Mr. Wolf? <laughs> you know what? Here's my problem. I like a little more up-tempo, oh, a little more upbeat stuff. Good morning was uh, up-tempo. Okay. Yes, it was. <laughs> Tony, Tony, Tony. Come on. Now, t- be truthful. Okay. You got, for those who bought to rock, you know, Born to Run. Oh, you got Saturday Night's All Right. For those made, about to rock, we salute you. It's a terrible song. Oh, it's a terrific song. Yeah, Man, that's, that's a preamble for a heavyweight bout. Go ahead, Tony. What's that? <laughs> so that's perfect for an opener for those about to rock. That would have been a great one. No doubt about it. So I missed that one. So, okay. But I'm so, I, I'm sorry. Just some of the, the Beatles stuff, just it's too slow. On a victory well, Monday. We were talking about that whole publishing thing whenever I called in last week. Right. You guys would just be the most expensive people in show business. You guys <laughs> the most expensive ones. Between the Bruce Springsteen and the Beatles, those are two two most expensive publishing uh, bills you can get for a song on the air. I can't even begin to tell you, you know, anything about that sort of thing. I, I oh, don't know right. anything about it. It has to be because you guys are considered basically a, a radio program. They're just tying you in either with DVE or iHeartRadio. Works for us. That's all I can tell you. <laughs> I'm sure. So what do you got, brother? You guys got the best soundtrack on here. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, as far as game balls go, can we give one to the uh, defensive coordinator for the first quarter of the season? Oh, yeah. Butsy. yeah nice. nice job. I like that. Go ahead. And I that's about it, guys. I'm oh. just calling in to say happy, happy Monday. Happy Monday, indeed. Oh, you know, happy nice Monday. pick of Butts, too. Yeah. Because Butts did a nice job. But Keith Butler yeah. is uh, a really good offensive coordinator, or De- defensive coordinator. Exactly. And I was, you know, and, and we all feel for Devin Bush. Losing him, that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. That's and, Ra- be tough. and Randy Feedner is a great offensive coordinator. Oh, he does a great yeah. job. No doubt about it. All right, brother. Thank you so much. Even if you're voting for the the the, the Beatles to open the show on a Victory Monday, <laughs> all right, that's all right. I'll, I'll take it. We'll see you, fellas. All right. all right, brother. Thanks for chiming in. All right, let's go to Ron in Boston. Ron, welcome to the locker room, bro. Uh, good morning, Tunch and Wolf. How you doing? Doing good. Hey, I just want to comment. Uh, well, I guess piggyback on the game ball thing. Um, Really, the game ball, I like the two things. First, the rookie class. Um, I think all those guys, considering uh, the, how the offseason was and everything, and these guys have come in and, you know, we talked about, by the way, Wolf, I like your version of uh, Chase Cook, Clay Claypool. I think he is the Canadian Megatron because he's a complete football player, that guy. He he's is. special. And, uh, and the way he's come in and then offensive line, you know, He's not a Ford. He's not a Subaru, but he's a Dotson. That guy's been, <laughs> to me, incredible. And, um, you know, uh, I, um, the outside linebackers, and all, I mean, these guys have come in, and they have not skipped a beat. And considering the lack of practice time they've had and no um, pre, uh, preseason, it's just incredible. And yeah. I think it's a, a testament to those guys as players. But as to the coaching staff, and if anybody out there is thinking Tom Tomlin can't coach, I think he's showing right now that, that he can. <laughs> and for these guys to step up like this, we need that um, going forward to contend for something special at the end. Wouldn't you agree? 
Well said, brother. And I, I got to tell you, you've got a whole litany of evidence that Mike Tomlin is large is there, and in charge and in control yeah, and that he can coach. coach his butt off because that man has done a great job over the years and, and is with any coach. The, the testament of time, you know, that's what you look at, yeah. in, uh, the overall work. And I'll tell you what, he has done, in my, my humble opinion, he's been terrific. Oh, he's been a great coach. Yeah, no doubt. He so gets I, those guys uh, fired up, and he gets those guys. Gets them in position to yeah, win. Yeah, right. You know? And the other thing you said, with the whole offseason being COVIDed out, yeah, he did a great job of reaching yeah. out and making sure everybody was on the same page. Can I just add one, one, one other thing? You go right um, ahead, man. You can add two things if you want. Um, my other game ball goes to uh, Big Ben. I think uh, I've been watching him his whole career. And being here in Boston, you know, I'm stuck looking at goddamn Tom Brady for a long time. But but the thing that the difference to me that I see in Big Ben this year, maybe because he's got a great defense or whatever, is his patience. Um, yeah. I'm just so impressed with his patience that I don't see him getting frustrated, forcing the ball down the field. And I love the fact how he uses all the receivers. I'm not a fantasy football fans so i don't care what the numbers are at the end as long as it's, it's a win and i think this offense this year has been the best offense i've seen out of this team in the last 20 years and because it's big ben being patient and taking what's there and not worrying about punting the ball you know and uh it's been it's been a joy to watch i agree with you i'm enjoying the fact that we got a lot of pre-stamp motion that we have some shifts we got overloads um and then every now and then you Jeff just settle sweeps. into you settle into power football yeah you know and you go three tight ends and uh you know the jet sweep uh fake uh running to the left and then a handoff to james connor to the right absolutely uh, that's that's great it's all good stuff it is it is for sure it is for sure um that's really all i had i'm just hoping that we can uh shore up the middle that's all going forward I think we shored up the middle pretty good between Stefan Tuitt and Cam Hayward. We're going to be fine. I think Robert Spillane's going to do the job he's got to do, you know, uh, and he can only do it as well as he can do it. You know, you, we have to can't look at it as, all right, we lost Devin Bush and we got to have somebody step up and replace Devin Bush. That's going to take more hands in the pile to get that done because he was a, a special talent. But I, I love the fact that Spillane came in yeah. And did a, a yeoman's job yesterday. That's uh, that was pretty special. Yeah, he so did. Like, he, I'm looking interested did. to see what he does moving forward. Right. Anything else, brother? That's it. I really, I really appreciate your time. Thank you. That's yeah, our Boston brother day. right there. Boston All right, Ron. All right. Thanks, bud. We'll talk to you. Numbers 412-919-1316. If you want to get in, tell us your game ball. Right. Tell us what you uh, got going on your gourd. I appreciate it so much. You know, one of the things that we were just talking about again was Robert Spillane, who came on to do a, a great job, considering the fact, especially what Western Michigan uh, had been on, you know, on the yeah. practice squad, had been cut, had been he'd actually played on a, for a couple games on Tennessee, yeah. And so we got him, and uh, I thought he did uh, a nice job, able to uh, come across and uh, do the things he needed to do. Yeah. Uh, well, you know what? No. Okay. He's on the phone. Oh yes. Yeah, okay. Yeah. I was just trying to hand signal you. Yeah. You, you gave me up, man. I went. I went to the head. I gave you the hand signal. Yeah. 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 All um, right. So we. 
We're good. Let's go to Bishop in Houston. Uh, Bishop, welcome to the locker room. Man, good to hear some old friend voices, brother. How you guys been, man? <laughs> We're great, Bishop. How you doing? I've been holding out. I'm like, okay, I'll call after the second victory. Wait, well, you know what? I don't want to break the chain. I'll call after the third victory. I don't want to break the chain. I said, you know, I can't, I can't keep holding out, so I'm going to go ahead and give you guys a call. Since you're not going to call me, I figured I'd call you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, real quick, hey, uh, Touch and Wolf, I'm going to uh, just start with this. Uh, Proverbs 17, 17, I'll let you look it up. I think it uh, means a lot, and uh, you two guys are – Great guys, and just look that up when you get a chance. We'll, well sharpen well, the sword, brother. Uh, you know, it, it, Proverbs seventeen seventeen. A friend's a, a friend loves at all times, and a brother was born for adversity. Absolutely. There we go. I knew you'd pull it out. Awesome. Yeah. Um, hey, so I guess I guess if I had to give a game ball, I'm going to give one to myself, just because uh, I willed like five victories in a row, and I hope that the team can do the rest. That's of the awesome. That's awesome. You call up and you give yourself a game ball. That is so awesome. You know, I appreciate you even more. That's uh, that's just terrific. So a couple, couple things I wanted to just my kind of looking things over. I've noticed, uh, first of all, I hate Bush went down. Um, prayers to him getting ready. He'll, he'll be ready to come back and, you know, he'll want it even more once we Take what we got to do in Tampa coming up in the future. But um, Spillane, I don't know a lot about him. I will say this. He stepped in. I did not see a drop-off from what I saw. Um, obviously, he, he is a backup. But, you know, he's giving him, obviously, the reps now and, and the game plan. And I, hopefully he comes in and does, does what he needs to do from a full package and from a defense. I think they can all – bind bound together and come together and, and obviously create a, a wall like we're doing. Um, offensively, I'm curious to know y'all's thoughts on this. I noticed the call before me said, Ben is not basically locked in on a guy, which years past we had these receivers that he was like, if he didn't feed them, he kind of had a little right. maybe problem on the sidelines or whatever. Now it's just like, it's a, com- it's a camaraderie. I mean, it's great when the only problem that we have is, you know, it's like when you do score, they're looking at you like, come on, man, we practice the dance. Get it together. You know, <laughs> you know that, I mean, that, that's a great thing, right? That's a family kind of obviously looking out for each other. The thing that I'm just, okay, we didn't have the normal offseason Latrobe kind of, we know we are physical. And we didn't go through those dog days of, like you call them, summer or the, you know, we're one of the teams that, the few teams that do go full pads and go at it, right? It seems like we have a freshness to us that um, that in years past, it's like we kind of injury here, you know, soft tissue here. I mean, we're, we're, we're basically fresh, um, flying around, 12 men on the ball, a lot of excitement. Stone, I mean, it's just, it, it, it's awesome to watch. And I think you said it earlier, uh, Tunch, or not Tunch, uh, Wolf, when you said, oh, you were surprised there wasn't a lot of, uh, going at it yesterday. Well, let me tell you something. When you come out and you basically do what we just did to the Browns, right? I don't know how. I don't. I don't really know how those guys can get up to to do anything because we took literally whatever little manhood they had in that game yesterday, and we let them understand. Like, let me say, let me explain something to you. You're the JV. We're still the varsity. <laughs> Keep trying. At the end of the day, you know we're, we're not going to disrespect you, but because there was a lot of disrespect floating to the Steelers in that game more than the other way around. So. I think they just, you know, and, and Tomlin being the, the coach that he is, coach of the year, in my opinion, for the last 
quite a few years, um, keeps us together, says all the right things, doesn't let all the outside noise come in, um, and just is able to do, as, as he says, a standard is a standard, and represent Steelers, which being in Houston where I'm at now, living the Steeler life, doing the Steeler things, it's, a, it's, a pro, it's super proud to be a Steelers fan because you do things the right way, and it shows on the, the win-loss column right now. And I'm really excited about this year. I'm excited I got to get back on the phone with my boys, Punch and Wolf. Love everything that's happening, and that's it. Steelers for life. Here we go, Steelers. Here we go. You know, the best part, Bishop, too, is you're the first and only uh-huh. caller that ever called in and gave himself a game ball. Yeah. <laughs> Bishop. And we love you for it. Bishop. Great job. We're, we're going to give you a game ball. Yeah, we'll give you one, brother. Absolutely. All right. Love thanks it, so much. Great work, man. All okay. right. Thanks much. Take care, buddy. That's, that's so beautiful. Yeah. I want to give myself a game ball. Like, you know. Okay, and, and he came, first time in 20 years and he came, I've ever heard a fan give himself a game ball. And he came with Proverbs 17, he 17. He did, and that was really big. Yeah, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for adversity. Amen. Amen, uh, and you're helping me with my adversity. Uh, God bless you, buddy. I love you. Uh, uh, all right, back. we're going to take a break. Let's do it. Yeah, and uh, we'll be back with more of your calls. We're not going to call you. No, no, we're uh, not going to call you. But if you want to give yourself a game ball, that's now that's up in the air. That can be. We're going to uh, we're going to take a break. Uh, he's Wolf. I'm Tunch. You're in the locker room, and we'll be back after this. Shotgun snap, he's back. He waits. He's hit. Bud Dupree has him. He throws the ball away. Oh, oh Cam Hayward rocked him. Oh, rocked he rocked him. his ribs, baby. Yeah, he rocked his ribs. You're in the locker room with Tunch and Wolf. Presented by Neighborhood Ford Store. The Ford F-150 is the official truck of the Pittsburgh Steelers. Now, here's Tunch and Wolf. So, Baker Mayfield uh, left the game. Uh, yes, he did. Yeah, and he, uh, uh, he's not a tough guy. Well, I, I can't say he's not a tough guy. Yeah. Because um, if you know how it is, yeah. if the coach pulls you, you're going to pull you. Yeah. There's nothing you can do. I would have argued with him. Well, I'm sure that, I, well, I, I don't know. You know, you don't know if he did argue yeah. or not. Yeah. Um, certainly, you know, when you start off the week by saying uh, mama didn't raise no wuss. Yeah. Um, 
You know, you might have wanted to finish the game yeah, at the yeah, end yeah. of the week, you know. But, again, if that's Stefanski, that, that yeah. would be his choice. And it's a different game than back right, in the day. Right, right, so. right, right. All right, let's go to the phone. Scott, that works. Scott, welcome to the locker room. Hey, Tunch Wolf, how are you guys? Doing good, good buddy. Uh, so, yeah, uh, I'm one of the guys that uh, built the house, Tunch. I just wanted to uh, call in and, uh, you know, give you uh, – I'm sorry? No, you built – you're one of the guys that was building no. this house. Yeah, yeah, we, I'm one of the, uh, the the construction guys from Oh, Walmart. yeah, Scott. I, what a fabulous job Scott, you guys did. you what guys a did a great job. Love Man. you, buddy. Thank you, thank you. Glad you uh, glad you enjoy the place. But, yeah, yeah I, uh, I texted Karen the other day, but I wanted to call in and uh, wish you my best and uh, let you know all the guys from Pomo will be pulling for you. Oh, thanks. Oh, You'll be in all thanks, our Scott. And, uh, Love you, buddy. Thank you what for, a great thing thank to you do, for Scott. your prayers. Yeah, and uh, Wolf, I've never met you personally, but uh, I, you're a lucky man to have a guy like Tom in you your life. You better believe sure it, man. Forty years of brotherhood. Us, uh, I'm more than blessed. You better believe it. Uh, but uh, to uh, on a brighter note, football uh, game balls. I would like to give a game ball on defense and one to Bud Dupree. He was all over the field yes. and hitting like a ton of bricks. Right. Uh, uh, my second game ball would be Joe Hayden. I think he had a sneaky, very good game. I think he's playing some of the best ball he's ever played. Right. He just yeah. seems to be, you know, he's jumping routes. He's knocking passes down. He's getting the occasional pick. He looks he looks like he's 25 years old. How about that pick they and, took uh, away from him? That was, bo- that was bogus, yeah, calling yeah, for P.I. Yeah. on that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't get that one. I, I, there's been a couple of uh, really bad. I, I guess that's just par for the course. Bad referee, and you'll have that. Last game was especially terrible. True. Uh, but uh, and my third game ball would go to uh, uh, to Devin for uh, you know he played his butt off and uh, he deserves one. You know, hopefully he uh, speedy recovery for the young man. Absolutely. And offensively. Uh, is it Doc Dotson, the young Kevin Dotson? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not a Kia. Uh, it's yeah, a Dotson. Um, <laughs> he, boy, has he been just a, a revelation, man. That kid can play. I, I, yeah. I, he's going to be a, a regular in that lineup sooner than later. Uh, you know, you don't even notice the drop off from him to DeCastro. He's been that good. Uh, Big Ben, who you know played a quiet game but he was he was pinpoint accurate he managed the game well he audibled in and out of the right plays he looks like a guy that's playing on a different level this year he's playing the game in his head you know all of you know Peyton Manning and Tom mm-hmm. Brady where he's just taking what the defense gives him and uh he's not trying to do too much and he's just winning games and then obviously the the big you know offensive game balls chase claypool that kid is i, I really thought that dobbins was the pick <laughs> i thought that they, they, they messed up right. and i am eating my words man is this kid every time he gets the ball you're it looks like he could go in for a touch man he's he's running and he's catching and he's pulling through people man is he good yeah uh you know i've i been a long time. I don't think I don't recall the Steelers ever having a guy like him. He's like like a six foot five Heinz Ward. Right. He's very much so. That's that's uh, an excellent point. 
And if I could throw an extra, you know, uh, coach game ball in there, I'd go to I'd give it to Matt Canada because you can see his fingerprints all over these game plans. The the way he's using the receivers, you know, he's 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 getting these little tricky run plays, you know, the the end arounds and uh, the. It it reminds me of the stuff he used to do with Pitt with uh, I forget the kid's name but number ten for Pitt. Uh, yeah, they uh, they seem to be uh, using their talent to the best you know the best ability that they can right now. Like you know these guys are you know they're, they're not just running the wheels off of James right. Potter. Everybody's getting their hands on the football and they're a better. No team. doubt about it. Brother, we got to run. We got some more people, but I want to thank you, Scott, for calling in. Appreciate you. By the way, you are a craftsman. Yes, sir. I mean, that house was thank just, you, that was, you. that I, was I, something. I can't take all the credit. But, Scott, uh, love you, buddy. Yeah. Love you, you too, too. Yeah. Take, take care, care brother. Thank take you care. so much for Thank you for all your in. help and thank Absolutely. you for building that house. All right. Next one up. Yeah. That would be you because you have the computer uh, in front of you. Bishop in uh, Greensboro. Bishop in Greensboro. Hey, guys. How you doing? Doing good. good. Uh, Second bishop in yeah, one day. How about that? Uh, that's right. Big shout out to uh, Bishop in Houston. Uh, <laughs> want to get my game balls. Uh, just got a couple because uh, I want to get them across a group of guys with offensive line to shut Miles Garrett down the way they did. Right. Other than uh, that one play where he did – uh, it was double teamed, and someone came and knocked him off the double team, which allowed him to still get the sack. But yeah, uh, uh, but definitely an offensive line. They're, doing, they're really doing a great job. Uh, secondly, in defense, I want to give it across to, of course, the defensive line, and I want to give it to, uh, especially one to Bud Dupree and TJ on the outside. But the offense, I mean, the defense and the secondary is really looking good. Uh, but before I before I get to my next thing, I do want to. Say, Tosh, if you want my phone number, I give it to you, and you give me a call anytime you want to, brother. Anytime, 24 hours a day. So, uh, appreciate but, you. Uh, <laughs> so, but uh, what's your thoughts on this matchup with Derrick Henry? Uh, us going to see Derrick Henry because he is a a man amongst men. Right. Yep. So, I listened to your comments on that game. I know y'all probably do a, a more in depth later in the week, but just right. uh, if I don't catch you, just want to get. See what your thoughts are um, off the top of your uh, off the top of the dome, all right now. So, so guys, you know, Thank you know, I love you. Thank love you, brother. you buddy. I appreciate Bishop, you, Bishop. Uh, one one of the things you've got to set the edge against Derrick Henry. Not only that, you got to get penetration. Yeah. You got to stop the train before it gets rolling. Yeah, you got to stop the train. That's a great point. Yeah. Paul. Oh you man. Stop the train before it gets rolling. Because he is devastating when yeah. he turns it on. I mean, you're talking four or five at two fifty right. plus. Yeah. He that is, is a lot of muscle moving well, he, fast. You know that he was timed at twenty one miles of per hour on oh, that. Get out. That GPS. Yeah. Oh my goodness, I couldn't fall off a cliff and f- go that fast. Yeah. All right, so we got the big thing about it, stop the train, make him go laterally as much as possible and get to him. So we'll have more later in the week, but that's what you got to do with him. What do yeah. we, we got anybody else? We got All time? right, John in Michigan. John, welcome to the locker room. Hey, how you guys doing today? We're good. doing good, brother. How you doing? Pretty good. Tons prayers with you. Thank you, John. Um, game balls. I'd have to go Joe Hayden. Tukes and Chase Claypool. 
All right. All right, man. That's, I like that. That's, that's definitive. That's, that works for me. That's good, John. Any commentary on it? I mean, the way two, you know, held down Miles Garrett, you, you got to give it to him. Yeah. Miles been on fire this year, and Chukes did his thing. You know, the good thing about with Chukes, what really impressed me was early on, he had some one-on-ones going with Miles. He took it to him. That was nice. He really did a good job of setting the tone early on. Yeah, and I mean, Joe, I mean, Joe Hayden, I the outside of the, the P.I. call, he, he had a great game. Right. I know it. I, that that, that, that uh, illegal, I think it was illegal chuck or something. Yeah, that's he, That he, just didn't work. Yeah. I'm sorry. That was just, that was lame. So, anything else, that's brother? Cool. I mean, go ahead. Nope, that's it. You, you guys have a great day. Hey, All thank right. you so much for calling. Appreciate you. We're running through the, at the very end, see if we get one more guy. But thanks for calling, brother. Thanks for calling, John. And thank you for your prayers, bro. Next one. No more. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm so. Oh, I felt bad. Now here, here we get jumped off too early. But you know, uh, Joe Hayden, that that uh, illegal Chuck. I thought, oh, yeah, come that on. was a bad. That call. was that was lame. And the thing about it is, he had had a couple of plays he made over on the Cleveland bench, and it took him uh, over there, and you know, he could just kind of give a little hello, hello, how are you to all the guys in the Cleveland bench, going, you didn't want me anymore. Yeah, you thought I wasn't productive. You thought I couldn't produce. Well, here I am, and yeah. uh, you know you got. All right, you know. So anyhow, thank you so much, everybody, for calling in. We appreciate you. Thank you for being a part of the locker room. Yeah, thank you for your prayers. God bless you, buddies. Amen. And you know what? We look forward to you guys coming back tomorrow. Right. And we'll see you tomorrow. And uh, God bless. We'll and... hear you tomorrow. Not yeah. see it. Okay. All right. Well, we're not going to call you either. Yeah. But... <laughs> so there you go. All right, we'll be back tomorrow. You've been listening to Touch and Wolf in the locker room. Thank you, Jacob. You are uh, great the job, best. bro. Yeah, and thank you. We'll be back tomorrow. Same bat time, same bat channel.